Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question comes from Gabby, who wrote in to say, Last year, my five-year-old daughter got a Christmas gift from my in-laws, a monogrammed chair for her room. They were excited about it, and she was obviously not, and afterwards I had to smooth over some hurt feelings. Is there any way to help a kid handle the disappointment of receiving an unwanted present without making it too obvious? Great question. I think this is worth working on with your kid. I was one of these kids. I mean, all kids do this. The story is, when I was little, my grandmother picked out a Christmas gift for me that was a a broom, the kind of thing you'd get at a gift fair, had handmade into a doll and the, the broom bristles were her skirt. My grandmother proudly presented this to me. I was three or four and I burst out sobbing and said, nobody wants a doll with a stick for a head. So yes, everybody does that. Of course, that story stuck around for decades. So I do think perhaps I was a little bit embarrassing to my parents when I said this. Now, it sounds like your in-laws kind of picked a bum gift for a kid unless the kid said that she wanted a monogram chair for her room. That might not be so thrilling. The easy fix is if you have an adult in your life who really needs that affirmation, but tends towards things they think the kid would want instead of what the kid would want. You can suggest like if their big gift for your kid is nutcracker pajamas, you can say, these are so beautiful and I know he's going to love them. But you know, Harper really loves General Grievous from Star Wars. And I was at Target and I grabbed the thing. Why don't you also give him a book about General Grievous? I'm making that up, obviously. But if the person really is going to need some affirmation, you can, for not very much money, throw in something in there your kid will be excited about. But even if you pick out something, even if you let a peer of the child pick out something the kid would like, you don't always have success. I had to buy something for one of my nieces and nephews. I let one of my kids pick out the present. They were the same age. I thought this would be a great gift. Major boo-boo face. I mean, you, you just can't always get it right. Once kids are like four or five years old, they are old enough to understand theory of mind that somebody has thoughts and feelings that are different from theirs. And so I really do think this is the perfect opportunity. They are old enough once they hit four or five to understand that they need to do something to make the other person feel better. Behavioral therapist Sheila Hansen presented it to her kids this way. She taught her kids that a gift is a thought, that anytime someone gives you a gift, it means they're thinking of you. 
what they're giving you is the loving thought they had about you. I'm going to put the link in the show notes to her own explanation of this. But this really helped with her kids. And she says, if her kids kind of underreact the next time they open a shirt and tie, she can say, wow, I can see that grandma was really thinking of you. And they sort of drop in and get it. You can play act with your kid. You can talk about how this is part of being a big kid. This is part of Christmas and birthdays is being excited and saying thank you when you open something so you don't make somebody else feel sad. That's part of the job when you're the present receiver and you get a lot of presents and all you have to do in return is say thank you and act like you like this. Now, not every kid is going to be great at this. Of course not. But I do think for most kids, this is social emotional learning. This is part of becoming a big kid. This is something that I think is worth the trouble. And if you have an adult in your kid's life who is just not going to get it, who is maybe not so great with the gift giving and whose feelings really will be hurt, some guidance from them, a little extra something on the top from you, even if you pay for it, can ensure if your kid is too little to do this work, that everybody is happy on Christmas morning. Send us your questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhelpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book, Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. If you're a parent, I invite you to join us at the Mindful Mama podcast, where it's all about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. With sometimes hilarious and always thought-provoking experts and friends, at Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm Hunter Clark-Fields, and I can't wait to see you there. Listen in to the Mindful Mama podcast.